and welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is press problems. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us, keep up to date with our daily photos, and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so the first thing that I think is important to know is nothing ever goes my way. So <laughs> we had ordered this press. I talked about it in the last episode. I'm very excited about it. It arrives. And that's when things get tricky. So first thing we notice when we get this thing off the truck and it's sitting on a pallet is that it's bolted to the pallet. Very few things that we ever have are bolted to the pallet, and it's actually a bad sign. So I had my suspicions at that point, but then we, we, got, we got it unbolted from the pallet, and we lifted it off the pallet, and my suspicions were immediately confirmed. They bolted it to the pallet because this thing is so heavy that if it was to shift at all, it would 100% fall over and crush whatever was next to it. Now, I knew that this thing was going to be 360, 370 pounds, but I never really had a concept of what 360 or 370 pounds was until just the other day. So Evan and I, and we're both young. I mean, I'm 26. I think he's 28. Healthy adult males. He lifts. I don't. But he, I used to work out at some point in my past. And so it takes both of us very carefully, very like with all of our strength to lift this thing off the pallet and to move it across flat ground. So we've got to move it to the base of the stairwell because we've got a stairwell to get up to the workshop. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, well, we have to get it up. I mean, this, present, this, this press was incredibly expensive and we can't just leave it outside. It's winter in Wisconsin. So we slowly, one stair at a time, begin to work our way up. There are 16 stairs in this flight. And of those, we get about eight up. And it takes us about 40 minutes to do so. At this point, Anna and Meryl have come out to help. Meryl's behind me. I'm in the bottom, pushing on my back, trying to help me get this thing up. We are, it's just incredibly slow. We are absolutely dead exhausted after 40 minutes of very, very, very arduous work to try to get it halfway up the stairs. And now we're in a problem. We can't let this thing just drop. We can't take it back down because we're already exhausted. And the second this thing gets any momentum on the way down, it will 100% crush who is ever on the bottom. And in this particular case, it was me. And we can't really get it any farther up. We're we're just dead. There's just nothing left. So we start calling our friends. This is like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We start calling friends who we think might be in the area who could come and help us. They're all at work. We spend 20 minutes doing that. Finally, I remember that Roger, our landlord, is next door in the other part of the triplex working on the other apartment. He's putting it together since it's kind of was in bad shape. So I, I, I call. I said, Meryl, let's go talk to Roger, see if he can come over. And he came over and bless his heart. He didn't even ask any questions. He didn't even like hesitate. He just jumped in. And between the three of us, we were able to get it up the rest of the way up to the top of the stairs. And we set it there. And Evan and I just, just collapsed. Like it was just exhausting. So we finally have this thing now up to the top of the workshop, but we realize that the press is too short for the table that it's sitting next to, and because of our limited space, it can't swing. It doesn't have any room to move. So I go and I buy a bunch of planks, 
and I set it underneath the press and we finally get the press up onto the plank. So it's now same level as the table. Everything's fine. It's too late in the day for us to, to get any work done. And we don't actually have the die we need at the time to test it. So the next day is the day that I work from home. I, I have one day a week where I just schedule all of my meetings so that they're all, all of my virtual meetings. So they're all on the same day. Um, and so I was just unavailable that day, but the team went and got the new die for the travel cut back panels. And this was important because we were planning, we did uh, uh, over the weekend, send out an email surrounding the travel cuts. And the travel cuts are a great product for us to sell. They're one of my favorites. And we had tried to create, a, this was our first real attempt at creating a coordinated marketing effort where we posted about it on social media. I did a podcast on it last week, as you remember. And we did the, um, you know, we did an email as well as a text message, all kind of coordinated to see how effective that technique could be in pushing sales of a certain item because we've never done anything like that before. So I knew that this sale potential, like this pushing of this item was going to happen this weekend, last weekend, and I wanted it to be available. I wanted us to have it in stock because it's been backordered for a while now because we didn't have the panels. And the problem is with the travel cut, the panels put every, if we don't have panels, we don't have any of them, right? Even if we have the outer shells in all of our colors, if we don't have the back panels, everything's out of stock, backordered. So this was a big kind of puzzle that always had to go together. So we knew the press was coming. The press arrives. We finally get it up the stairs. The next day, we go and pick up the die, which we had custom made by a, a Rush die company to get the dies, to get it to us so we can cut these panels out. It becomes apparent that the panels are very thick buffalo leather. Die won't go through them. This is, I, I get this phone call at, at, on Wednesday after having a meeting with my marketing team, finalizing all of the details that we're launching for the weekend. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll come in tomorrow morning. I'll see if we can figure this out. We'd, we'd, we'd thought there was a couple of aspects to the problem. We thought maybe because the, the press is a weird shape, it's leaning forward, it's tilting forward when the full amount of pressure is being applied because it's unbalanced. So I thought, well, maybe if we bolt it down to the panels, that'll create enough weight and enough uh, of a footprint that it won't move. So the next morning I get in, and I'm like, this is going to take me a half hour to screw these things down. It took me two hours to get them all all of the panels screwed together, then to get the machine screwed down to the panels. And then afterwards, we realized that that wasn't even enough. So I had to go out and buy another 80 pounds of salt, which I had to lift up the stairs after being very sore. And I had to put that on the back of the press. So now the press is no longer moving and we're still not able to get the die to go through the Buffalo panels. Now, I'm, I'm not panicking at this point, but I'm a little concerned because we have a lot that's going to happen in a very short period of time. So I ended up, we ended up doing a lot of different things. One of the things we did was we called the dye company and we said, this isn't going through this. Can you give us some thoughts on it? And they said, well, we see the problem is that you have internally beveled punches. Now, flash back in time about a week prior to this. I had gotten on the phone with the dye company, sent them the design. They got back to me and said, because of the dimensions of the panel and the relationship between the hole punches and the edge we need you to adjust the design. It's too close. And I'm sitting there going, okay, well, we can't really adjust the design. There's other parts that this connects into. They have to go together. So they said, well, I said, well, do you have any that are internally beveled? Any punches that are internally beveled? And they did. Um, and the punches themselves have little springs built into them that are designed so that when you punch down and you pop back out, the springs kick out the, the, the cut piece from the inside of the hole punches because the hole punches, like I said, are internally beveled. So the outer diameter of the hole punch is the proper dimension, but the internal diameter bevels inward, which means that there's nowhere for the, hole, the piece that's being punched out to go through. Now, 
the externally beveled punches are called through-hole punches because the internal diameter is the correct diameter all the way through the, the tube of the punch, which means that the pieces can come out the back of the punch when those pieces are cut out. Well, because I didn't want to adapt the design very much because we had other pieces that went into it, I, did, I opted to go internally beveled, thinking it would be fine. Well, flash forward back to this point, now we're realizing that the problem is that it would work fine if we were using our thinner leather, but it doesn't work with the buffalo because it's too thick. So because it's too thick, and because of the internal bevel of the punches, as the punch goes into it, it creates a cone of the buffalo inside the internal bevel punches, and it can't compress enough to allow the sharp cutting edge to go through the, 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 all the way through the leather. Well, there's no good solution to this. So I get on the phone with the dye company. I said, we need a dye being made, to be made as fast as possible. I said, the earliest we can get it to you is, next, is, is Monday. I'm like, okay, well, that's going to be after the, the whole push. That's not going to work. So what we ended up doing is I ended up, the, we ended up taking the springs out. That helped a little bit. That got us a little closer to having it go through, but it's still not going all the way through. However, at this point now, we can get it so that it'll go through the outer edge and then go almost all the way through the holes which I can work with. So we get it now where I'm spending my afternoon just hammering on this press. I'm just hanging off the end of this bar, this eight-ton press, getting every last ounce of power out of that, that machine. And I'm able to get the outer edge to cut out and go almost all the way through the holes. Well, we have a manual punch set for punching individual holes. So I get, and I get that manual punch set out and I start to punch out, manually punch out those holes, which I actually have because of the press, a pretty good, like, it's, like, accurate. I know exactly where the holes should be because it got almost all the way through. So I spend the next five hours that day and another three hours the day after manually punching out all of the panels that we need by hand for all of the orders that are backward so that we can finally put these things back in stock and ready to ship out for uh, people that want to order over the weekend. Now, there were other things that happened this particular that same day that that made this problem even worse and I will get into that in the next podcast but this problem is just it's this is always how it goes right the best laid plans of mice and men oft go astray and and this is a classic example of how nothing ever goes my way it never goes quite as perfect as I want it to be and it's a reality of small business so what do you do right well, in this case, it just involved a lot of manual labor on my part, creative thinking, and trying to solve the problem. And it goes back to this great line in Apollo 13 where they're all standing in a room and they're basically all saying, there's no way we can get these people back. Um, and for those of you who don't know Apollo 13, it's a fantastic movie. Go watch it. But moreover, they, um, Apollo 13 was a, an incredible disaster that happened in space. And they, they, I won't spoil the ending for you, but it's really a good story. But anyway, they're all standing there going, there's no way we can get these people back. And Gene Cernan says, the, guy, the mission director says, work the problem. And as a kid, I didn't get what that meant. But I get what it means as an adult. When you work the problem, you take the problem, whatever the issue is, and you start trying to solve some aspect of it or pieces of it. And you just, you keep working it. You keep coming up with solutions. You keep trying to solve one little piece of it or you keep trying new things. And you just keep working at it. You don't give up, right? So this is an area where, Whenever you're facing these kinds of things, you have to work the problem. And sometimes it just involves a lot of long hours and a lot of hard work. And in the end, it turned out okay. In the end, we've got the back panels taken care of. Um, all of the old orders have been, or at this point, should have been shipped out. 
And I'm excited about that. That's a great accomplishment. And it was accomplishment, not just by myself, but by the many people that are on the team that are helping put these things together while I'm punching them out. And uh, overall, it was a huge success. And we'll see. Hopefully the new die that'll be arriving will be everything we need it to be. It'll work smoothly. We won't have this problem in the future. And it was a great learning experience because I did order another die. I did have them do externally beveled punches. And I was able to talk, kind of talk with them and work on solving what we needed to do to not change the design very much, but change it just enough so that it could work. And I'm very excited to, to, to have this start working because we need it to start working. And hopefully very shortly, we'll have more and more of these dies and we will have less and less instances of anything going back ordered. And I'm very excited for that. So thank you guys for checking out this podcast today. Be sure to, be sure to check, tune back in on Thursday for our next topic, which is going to be about the inventory system debacle that has happened at the same time. Don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. Uh, if you have any questions or concerns about your leather, bi- leather binder, journal, or folio, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website, birdiecreative.co, or you can contact us via Facebook and Instagram. You can email, call, text, direct message, all the usuals. We'll get back to us as soon as possible. We do appreciate your patience. Normally, we can get to emails within one to two business days, so uh, we definitely appreciate those uh, patient. Uh, if you've got a quick question or you need to change something, like you put in the wrong you know, address or you typed your name in wrong, it happens. Give us a call, 414-434-9001. That's our business line. It's available Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, you can text that number as well. It's 414-434-9001, and we are available. Uh, if, if we don't answer the phone, please leave a message. We'll put two our best to get back to you as soon as we can. Um, if you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow a new community. Both a review on whatever you're listening at, the podcast app, or a nice comment on YouTube, or just a review on the product itself. You can go to murdycreative.co slash reviews. You can read all of our amazing reviews there. There's a button that says leave a good review. You click on that, it'll take you to facebook.com slash murdycreative.co slash reviews, and you can write your review there. We like to use Facebook because it's third party, so you know we're not just making them up. And uh, overall, it's a, it's a great way for us to kind of share and get the news out. So leave us a review. It really does help. Um, if, you, uh, if you have a problem, something that would cause you to leave a bad review, Give us an opportunity to fix it. There's another button that says there, leave a bad review. You click that button. That'll take you to a contact form. You can reach out to us directly. Give us an opportunity. We will solve it. I stand by all of our products. I mean it when I say we want it. We want to fix it. We want to make sure that everyone has a good, a good you know, response, relationship, um, and is very happy with, with the, the situation. So give us an opportunity to fix it. We'll do our best. Um, if you want to you know, grow the community a little bit on the other side of things, share it with your friends. Word of mouth is the best form of advertising. You want to get a little something for doing that go to the top of the website there's a login button click login all you need to do is an email and a password we don't need anything else once you have that you can go to the bottom left hand corner where there's a rewards tab click on that rewards tab there is a you get five percent back on any purchase you make in the, in the store with your if you're logged in through that but also there's a shareable link if you share that link with your friends they get five dollars off their first purchase and you get five dollars of in-store credit when they make that purchase so it really helps the company and can help you guys a little bit so definitely go check that out if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community, and I want to give you guys what you're looking for. So if you got something, send us an email, leave something in the comments of YouTube. We'll do our best to find it and get it and talk about it if we can. If you're looking for multiple binders, journals, or folios, for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reasons, ask about our bulk discounts available. The minimum order quantity for a bulk discount is five, and that can be five of one thing or one of five things. It is only based off the total cart quantity, so you can mix and match to your heart's desire. We also do custom orders. So if you want to get an item engraved with a logo or a signature, it can only, we have no minimum order quantities for the custom engraving. You can do just one. 
There's no setup fees. It's just a flat fee per item that starts at $15. Goes up from there if it's a little more complicated, but normally they're about $15. If you want to get something that's custom engraved or you want to get a bulk discount, send us an email, sales at murdycreative.co. That's sales at murdycreative.co. And you can get, we can get all of those details squared away. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.